Hey, what's up, guys? This is Rob with Couch on Fire Podcasts. The episode you're about to listen to is actually a old episode. Well, not necessarily. We just recorded it here in July of 2019, but about a year and a half ago, I went up to Maryland. I saw one of my best friends, Ryan Testerman, and we grew up together, and we listened to the same type of music together, and we kind of talked about that and some, some cool stories and memories it was pretty fucking awesome, but I deleted it. So we finally got back together and we recorded it. So this is that episode. So hope you guys enjoy it. Hope you guys like and share everything that we do here at Couch on Fire Podcast. And check out all of our social media and things like that. And look forward to a lot of more episodes coming up for the rest of the summer, fall, and Christmas. Thank you, guys. Love you. Here it is. Look at this. What? What is that? On, on the way home, I freaking hit the brakes. <laughs> pasta. Spaghetti pasta sauce, dude. Spaghetti pasta sauce all over my Jeep. Uh, what was the first thing that went through your mind? <laughs> Fuck my life. <laughs> Damn. Like, how, how does that happen, dude? Like, I mean, I know how it happens, but it's just like, you don't know how much it sucks to get pasta sauce out of your, like, upholstery. Yeah, but can't you just, like, dip your whole Jeep in water and it'll be fine? <laughs> yeah, but do you get freaking 9 o'clock at night? I mean, that's... I don't know. Luckily, it's not hot as shit. Cause oh, then... yeah, it'd be baked into it. Then I just throw some freaking noodles in there and just have some pasta in my Jeep. Oh my gosh, dude! So this is my uh, my fifth podcast I recorded in two days. It's a lot. And then, well, I just got off. I did it about an hour and a half with Alex not that long ago. So today, like yeah. tonight, yeah, tonight, yeah. Um, Jeez. So it's exciting. I'm excited to finally do a podcast with you again. Again, yeah. Well, this is like a re a redo of the one before. Yeah, this is definitely the second attempt on trying to uh, do this podcast. Yeah. It oh, sucks, because that was a really good one before. Oh, by the way, you know I started recording not that long ago, so... I know, you always do these, like, cold interviews. <laughs> <I don't> <laughs> so, first of all, before we start talking, um, why why is your shirt off? <laughs> like, uh, I just got back from the gym. Like, I, um, you know, like, as soon as I come home, like, the first thing I do is take my shirt off. It's just, it's, a, it's the joys of living alone. Well, you know what? That'll be a good segue into the first part. So, Ryan and I tried to do this uh, podcast not that long ago. Talk about music. We both enjoy music. We love music. So, what do you listen to at the gym? <laughs> Let's dive right into Dude, this, bastard. Uh, wow. Okay. All right. Uh, it's. I think. I don't know. I. I always say that. Like, it's, it'd be so embarrassing if people actually could hear what I listen to at the gym. Sometimes. I mean. Sometimes it's a lot of it's dubstep. Like I've really found that dubstep gets me pumped up. Um, today was Lincoln Park, but there's a lot of times when I just need to hear some Carly Rae Jepsen, Call Me Maybe, or some Taylor Swift, like or even Katy Perry. It's just like it's like the most sugar sweet pop music that you could possibly imagine. What the fuck? I mean, does that like does that motivate you, or do you just need something to like? It's just, yeah, you just need, sometimes you just need some like some good, honest to God, feel good. You know, you're better than he is. You know what I mean? Like you don't need him to be happy. <laughs> music. You know what I mean? It's just good. Oh my gosh, I just I want to I just want to all the listeners out there. I just want to see their face when you say this. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. I, I literally I'm at the gym. And I'm like sweating my ass off. I'm like grunting. I'm like ugh. And I'm just getting like, you know, I just hear like, we are never, ever, ever getting back to Like that's just playing in my headphones. I'm like raging out of the gym. Oh my gosh. I swear to well, God. Well, I mean, you know, I've worked out every now and then. And I remember the first time like I really worked out, we were going into ninth grade and the gorillas had that song. Clint Eastwood. Oh, yeah. And that song was so good. It just, there are certain songs that I think make you work out better and i think that was one, oh, of, the, yeah. one of the songs yeah definitely um 
the Doom soundtrack. I think I told GMAC about it, my friend GMAC. Um, I tried to turn him on to the Doom soundtrack for the game because it just, man, what a great soundtrack to listen to at the, at the gym. Mm -hmm. I've been getting into more, um, like, uh, I wouldn't say techno, but Daft Punk. I've been listening to a lot of Daft Punk lately. Ah. Like, that's something that, like, uh, I don't really tell a lot of people about. But it doesn't it ne doesn't necessarily mean that you know they're gonna hate on me because I like Daft Punk. But you know, are I they just... still doing music? Like I, last time I heard Daft Punk, they were with uh, Kanye. Did that do, 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 the stronger song? You know what I mean? No. They, yeah, they did. No, the last time they just did something with The Weeknd, probably about three years ago, maybe three oh, or four yeah. years ago. I think they had a hand in um his Starboy album. Yeah. Yeah, the Starboy. Yeah, they did Starboy and all that stuff. That's the last time they really did something. And they took their mask off on live TV after that show. They did like he did. He was on the MTV Music Awards, and afterwards they took their mask off and accepted an award, like a Lifetime Achievement Award. And um, I've never seen him without their mask. It's it's weird. Mask but, on, but mask off. But I'll tell you right now, my favorite thing they've ever did was the soundtrack to Tron Legacy. Oh my god, that was so good. I have not heard that. Although you're not the first person to tell me that, to be honest. There is a song on there called "The Son of Flynn." Oh, it's so good. Like I, oh, if I can not be copyrighted or written, I don't have everyone to say it. I would put that in this podcast. Yes, I would put this in this damn uh, podcast because <laughs> it's, so, it's such um, a good song. So that makes me think of um, the Drive soundtrack, the movie Drive. Oh yeah, I remember Drive. It, yeah. That song Night Drive is so freaking sick. Love that song, and um, there was another one too. Well, let's uh, since we you gave you a taste of what's going on now, let's go back to the roots. Let's go back to the beginning. Tell me let's about. Go back. Let's go back. Let's go back. <laughs> so, from so, what was like the first introduction to music? Like, what was the thing you remember the first, the first time? So, I think we might have went over this in the other one, but of course, they didn't get recorded. Yeah. Um, so first time I got into music, and I really didn't even get into music. I just it was given to me. Um, it was for my birthday from I think from my dad, and he got me um, a portable CD player and three CDs. And this is like a total timestamp of oh, you know God. where I was and what was going on in the world. And I got. Um, P Puff Daddy at the time, I'm pretty sure it's called Puff Daddy. Puff Daddy's No Way Out. This is before it became P Diddy. Yeah. And all that crap. So it's Puff Daddy's No Way Out. Uh Will Smith's Big Willie Style. Uh it's four C, sorry. It's Will Smith's Big Willie Style. Puff Daddy's No Way Out. Uh Foo Fighter Foo Fighters, the shape and the color, or the color and the shape, and Savage Garden. Wow. Yeah, that is a uh, that is a blender full of random shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I knew all the words. Like, I mean, I listened to Billy Willie style and Puff Daddy's No Way Out. Like well, the most. It's it's kind of funny because like one of my first CDs ever was the soundtrack to Godzilla from 1998, and oh, I that. and there was a Puff Daddy did a song on there, yeah, and um, that's when he just turned his name to. Well, well, I think he was about to turn his name to P Diddy, but um, yeah, he was Puff Daddy, and uh, yeah, that's that's kind of funny. Puff Daddy was right. See, I to me, it was older stuff. Like my my dad liked Paula Abdul, and he liked this band called the Steve Miller Band, which is like a oh yeah, that's good stuff. They have some they you know. So those are two weird things that my dad listened to the most. Oh, and the Cars, the band called the Cars. Um, yeah. So I listened to more just what my whatever my dad listened to. My mother though, she listened to Coolio, TLC, Boys the Men, all R and B or rap. So I had a mixture of that in my household, and which kind of explains why one of the first types of music I really started to dive myself into was Limp Bizkit. Because it's right. it's rap and rock, and yeah, new metal. That was like the new metal kind of. That was when I was really popular. I never got into Limp Bizkit, to be honest. Well, I you, I remember. So when I, when I met you, I met you around 1995. Uh, we didn't. Well, none of us really 
talked about music then. It wasn't like a big thing. Um, but when we did finally start talking about music, I remember you um, like in, uh, what is it, Filter? Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, yeah. What was that song, Hemorrhage in Your Hand? Or whatever, what is that? Who made that band? Yeah. That was fuel. Fuel, okay. Yes. So it wasn't filter, it was fuel. That's what it was. But yeah, fuel I was the shit, yeah. I remember you were you were pretty obsessed with fuel. I like fuel. Um like when I met you, there was there was it's it's hard to remember because I I do remember like round, when we started we're friends, that was back when music sharing was popular. Which yeah. could be a whole other podcast about the memories of, you know, music sharing. <laughs> But um, yeah, so we were all sharing. Like I was downloading music like crazy. Like Jim introduced me oh, yeah. um, uh, Napster or LimeWire. I think it was probably Napster at the time. It's fun, Jim. So, that's what Jim induced. It was LimeWire. I remember LimeWire. Yeah. So he was finding all kinds of like shit, and I was finding all kinds of shit. We'd always be like, oh, you know, we found this new band. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? On this thing. So and around that time was definitely when Jim and I got into um, Blink. I remember him playing the Mark Tom and Travis show out of his mom's van in the front yard mm-hmm. while we're playing like two square you know what I mean like <laughs> so. see see my first uh, well I was obsessed with Limp Bizkit and Corn. like I was I was into that I used to have a red uh, uh, was it a Yankees ball cap not really caring about the Yankees but it's just the fact that Fred Durst had Fred one Durst. yeah so I was kind of obsessed with that I think my first I remember when Jim used to play Blink-182 but I really think Going in with the Joppa Town Pool Club, Newfound Glory. Oh my God! Was yes. <laughs> was Newfound Glory was the band that took me into more of the punk alternative scene, like the poppy punk scene. That's that's what right. you know. Blink One Two, I knew it was there, but I saw them in a couple of movies like American Pie and things like that. And I and I liked I liked uh, other things, but I think that's what really pushed me towards that direction was Newfound Glory. That that was the soundtrack of our summer, <laughs> like that summer. Oh, yeah. That just Definitely. that just really that that helped out. There was a couple other things that happened that we'll talk about soon. That really certain events happened in my life that pushed me towards that type of music. But new oh, Fa- yeah. newfound glory was one of those one of those big ones. Now I oh, do. My friends ever you was everywhere. Oh, I my know. My friends ever you was like the song. It was just like crazy. Yeah. I remember watching uh, the DVD over Jim's house of like how they made that song and just how they are on tour and things like that. And now that was, uh, so that was going into high school. So going into high school, you know, I had a mixture, a melting pot of, um, you know, I was listening to Kid Rock, listening to Limp Bizkit, but then Newfound Glory came in and that's when I listened to, um, you know, the International Superstar, which is Green Day's Greatest Hits. Oh yeah, yeah, and then um, you know I started. That's when I, you know, that's what I, that's what I filtered to. But then, high school, and high school changed everything. Well, I, with, with high school, dude, I, I want to say like for me especially, like I remember riding on the like the bus dictated the music we listened to, them, like the, what I heard in the morning. You know what I mean? Like in the bus itself, the, the people on the bus would vote on what station you listen to. Yeah. So like. Sometimes we'd ride in, I'd listen to 92Q in the morning and hear all this hip hop that was like, you know, popular at the time. And then a lot of other mornings we all vote and we'd get 991 WHFS. So 991 was massively influential oh my on, gosh, my, yeah, on my music taste. You know what I mean? It was like, it was crazy. Like, I remember you could go on the 991HFS website and see like their top 100 songs. And I would just go right down the list and just download, 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 download. I'd listen on the radio and I'd download it and listen to one of my mix CDs and, I mean, like unwritten I mean, law, Seether, I was stained. A, they had stain, unwritten law. They had Chevelle. They had Chevelle uh, was huge. <laughs> Stone Sour. Um, uh, AFI. Um, AFI was all yeah. over the radio. I was kind of. I mean, I was kind of the same. Well, we didn't have that on my uh, on my my short trip on the bus. Oh so, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You guys like left at like four a.m. <laughs> yeah, we did, and it was just the whole time. So I mean. That's all we listen to. But my um, my I remember my ninth grade year, to being where, so going into high school, I met this boy. I forget his name, but he got me. He he made me listen to Beastie Boys' "License to Ill" on the bus, and um, 
I loved it. I thought it was great. I really liked that. You remember, I've always liked Limp Bizkit and some rap and things like that. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I did like Eminem in middle school. I forgot to mention that because Eminem was pretty big. So I really liked uh, yeah. Eminem. And I was hanging out with, with Chris Simone, and we were doing Eminem and things like that. Um, but ninth grade, I remember the, the, the one – if I had to pick one band in ninth grade, it's probably not who you think it is. If I had to pick one band in ninth grade that really stuck to me, it was the used. I would have guessed that or um, AFI. Well, AFI came right after the used because I, I didn't know too much about AFI until I saw them in concerts. I started to go to concerts in 10th grade. So I didn't go to my first concerts until uh, 10th grade. So from 10th grade on, I went to concerts like all the time. I went to local bands. I went to other concerts. But in ninth grade, I didn't know too much, and the people around me were just listening to this band called The Used, which was funny because I'm a reality fan, and uh, the lead singer of The Used was dating Kelly Osbourne, and there was a TV show on TV at that time called The Osbournes, and he was on there. Yeah. So, so yeah, I don't think – I think that was – ninth grade was – I wouldn't say the biggest thing in my life, but it definitely uh, – definitely happened oh my god See, you have like time stamps you know what i mean like i, I mean and it's good because I, I can't i don't I, I remember like times like for music but i don't remember like where i was exactly you know what i mean or how old i was Dude, like i can tell you right now this is gonna freak you out i re i don't remember the date but i remember exactly where i was what position i was laying in when i first saw taken back sunday's music video <laughs> like, <laughs> like so yeah so going into 10th grade um that's when i you know i met my girlfriend at the time she was into bands like um was it the movie life uh taking back sunday brand new um dashboard confessionals like the whole wave of emo that was just taking over she was basically mm -hmm. she was into that and i didn't ever heard any of this i mean at the time i'm listening to rap and Chingy came out. I was listening to some rap, and I was also listening to Chevelle and AFI. I was listening to AFI, and uh, she just—I remember I was in the basement at her friend's house, and we we're just laying on the couch, and she was just like, "Oh, you should." We're watching music videos because that's when MTV still showed music videos, and um, what is it? Uh, <laughs> I forget what song it was. But I remember Taking Back Sunday coming on, and she was like, oh, you'll like this band. And I completely hated it. I was like, this is weird. <laughs> it was, uh, oh, Great Romances of the, 21st, of the 20th Century. Really? Yeah, that. Do, 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 do. Well, you didn't like that video? It's a music video. Like, they're all popping up, like the Brady Bunch theme in the beginning. And, and in that music video, they had the real beginning. Like, a beautiful girl can make you dizzy. Like, like it literally had everything. And um, I, didn't, I didn't dig it. I didn't like it. Uh, you introduced me to Take It Back Sunday. You did. Well, she liked another band, Good Charlotte, which I started really liking. And because I liked Good Charlotte, I also liked a band called Mest. I was going to say Mest, yeah. So those, go hand in hand. Yeah, so I started listening to them a lot. And then she just kept playing Take It Back Sunday in the car. And I was like, fine, whatever. And then I just uh, I kind of, you know, I just kind of started listening to it, listened to it. And I was like, oh, okay, this is. But I mean, think about that, dude. Like, she introduced you to Take It Back Sunday. Then you introduced me to Take It Back Sunday. You know what I mean? And it's just like, it just, it keeps going. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. what? Like, so when you heard Take It Back Sunday for the first time, I mean, what did you think? What was your, your initial? Because remember, this, this is like. It's fucking amazing. What? This is what I thought. I thought, this is the best band. This is the best <laughs> band to have away messages on AIM. You know what I mean? Like, if I ever need an AIM away message, it's got to be Take It Back Sunday. Well, the, the funny thing is, um, I love the name. I was like, kudos to the name. But I just, I didn't really get it at first. But then some of their other songs, the song, the bike scene song was the one that really pulled me in to that, to that whole, that whole thing. Right. I just, I just love the tandem. I love the row, 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 your boat. You know, that whole thing, when that happened, I was like, okay, this is a, I don't know. That was pretty cool. I was sold as soon as I heard um that lyric uh and you could slip my throat and with uh, my last gasping breath i'd apologize for bleeding on your shirt i was like who is that you know as a in my life as an adult now when i go back and i listen to grunge music i'm gonna tell you right now 
the difference between grunge music and emo music was literally uh, just a, a different type of pedal for your guitar. I'll be honest with you. If you li- go back and listen to Black by Pearl Jam, you listen to every lyric that he sings. and you I ta- can never understand his lyrics. Well, Eddie Vedder is like, oh, wow. <laughs> well, if you can actually hear some of his lyrics, like, it, like – it like oh man, I'm trying to. There's one lyric I know by heart, but I can't I can't sing it unless I hear the music. Um, but if you just if you just take his lyrics or even Kurt Cobain's lyrics, some of his stuff is just kind of like. But if you take away the riffs, the like the the alternative rock riffs, and you mm-hmm. and you make it and you make it more of a fast punk because that's all to me all emo music was, which is sadder songs with faster beats. Because was more. I thought it was more honest. You know what I mean? Oh, it's yeah. More well, no, it's honest yeah. lyrics and relatable. Um, but yeah, so that's what took over my life. Uh, honestly, I never really liked brand. I didn't like brand new either for a while too. I was just stuck on Taking Back Sunday. Then I was stuck on. Um, there was this company called Drive Through Records. So oh, any yeah. anything they put out, I was all about. So at that time, I started listening to Rufio. I started listening to um, Matchbox Romance. I started listening to some. Some was it some emo stuff, <laughs> some very emotional. Well, plus there's that feud. So like, if you didn't know, even if you didn't know about Brand New, once they started having that back and forth with Taking Back oh, yeah. Sunday, you you found out about them just through that. You know, I mean, that's how I kind of got. Well, I I initially you heard from about them from you, of course, but then I kind of then the whole feud started happening. I was like, oh, that's what No I and Team mm-hmm. or uh, uh, not that one. Uh, what's the other one? Um, oh, well, remember. The lyrics from uh, Great Romance of the 20th Century. He literally takes the lyrics from a brand new song. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, that's the song I'm talking about. It's not, it's not 20, 20th century. It's, um, I don't know which one it is. It's going to bother me. But um, yeah, that, that's, I, heard about, I, I heard about brand new tape. That I got a $20 bill. It says no one's ever seen you without makeup. I remember you sending me that or something. I heard that and I was like, whoa, that's killer lyrics. Like, I love those lyrics. Like, and then I heard that one song, and I was like, and just from there, just took off. I think the, I think it's a uh, seventy times seven. They took the song. That was the brand new song. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. And then, um, yeah. But yeah, they went back and forth because the whole history of that band, those two bands, the, with the lead singer and things like that. Um, but so what did you, uh, what did you adopt to, at the end of high school and then after high school? Did you stay with? Punk music, emo music. Um, I mean, I know these yeah, answers yeah. because I know you, yeah. but the, people don't know this stuff. I I have evolved, but I've always stayed with pop punk. Always, like that is like in my ever since I've had Spotify. Every year, that's my number one thing. Like that's just what I listen to. Well, yeah. they they say the music that you listen to when you lose your virginity is the music that you will listen to for the rest of your life. Absolutely. I mean, in that case, I would love. The movie House of the Dead for the rest of my life. <laughs> well, whatever song was playing, you know, it's okay. You know what song was playing the first time I ever uh, did any sexual encounter? Shake Your Tail Feather. Shake Your Tail Feather by Nelly. You said a hard on for Nelly, dude. <laughs> oh, man. I, you know, it's weird, like, thinking about it. I mean, I love me some emo music all the way. I love me some. Um, just some emotional music, but hands down, I still love me some rap. It seems like rap's been a part of my life. <laughs> um, I remember, ah oh man, I just concerts, going to concerts. So one of the first concerts I went to was the HF Festival. It was two days long. We went one day. Um, I went with a whole bunch of people I did not know, but it was fun. We pre-gamed and Justin King was there, um, so I didn't know him, and I know Phil, and I was dating, I, I was dating Jenna at the time. So I saw a band called Head P.E., which is the, the one band I've seen the most. And it's crazy. I'm not the hugest fan of them, but I've seen them live more than I've ever seen any other band. And so Head P.E. Head P.E. was there. They, um, they were, you know, so they were, they were pretty cool. But I think the funnest was AFI. And that, I really loved AFI because Davey Havoc, he, he was crowd surfing. I touched his ass. My picture was on HF Festival's website for years because they were talking about how good that uh, HF Festival was, and it was it was fun. I never got to go to one, dude. Oh man, 
Sucks. Your life would have changed then. I mean, it, it changed anyway, but it would have changed more sooner than it did. It did. I yeah. I went. My first concert was, I want to say, Pink Spiders, Starting Line, and Yellow Card, at some college. Wow. And I went to that, and I just remember thinking, whoa. You know what I mean? Like it was just crazy. I just remember thinking how much fun it was. Like I was just soaked to the core in sweat. Just met all these people that were all just loving music as much as I did. And they're all just jumping around, having a good time. People are coming down on top of you. You're throwing people, the fucking singers in your face. It's just like, it's just, it's just this energy. You know what I mean? It's just like, Oh yeah. Energy of people all like, I don't know. It sounds weird, but like connected to the same thing. You know, you're all like, are just feeling the same thing and liking the same thing. It's just like, I don't know. It's just a good time. And I remember thinking, wow, this is great. And now when I go to concerts, I'm just like way in the back with a beer. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> You're the adult. You're the, you know, the dad just kind of sitting in the back, even though yeah. you're not a dad. It's just, um, what was I going to say? It's kind of funny. When I was in Maryland visiting you, we were talking, I, th- I, I brought up the fact that I worked at Circuit City and you got me drunk on a lunch break and I went back. There was another thing I did. I don't know how I kept my job at Circuit City. There was another thing that I did when I worked for Circuit City. I was, um, our friend Sean was like, hey, do you want to go see him? in Fireball Ministry in Philadelphia at the Electric Factory. And I was like, hell yeah, I love concerts. Let's go. I don't even, I don't even really care about the content. I just want to go. So I had – but I had to work the next morning because I think it was near Black Friday. It was on Thanksgiving. That's what it was. The concert was on Thanksgiving. I had to work on Black Friday. I had to be at work at 4 a.m. So so he we drove up there. We saw the concert. I was wearing my whole Circuit City outfit from – from polo to jeans and I'm in the mosh pit and I'm losing it and Sean's laughing because he, I told him I said Sean if I get in this mosh pit you gotta be able to find me and pull me out because I lose track of where I am and he's like okay okay and he pulls me out and I'm just I'm just what the hell's going on I don't know where I'm at and he's laughing and we get back to Maryland at 3am and then I, I then I get a ride with Jim because he's he worked at the same place with me, and I go to Circuit City and I'm demolished. I mean, I, I smell like cigarettes, I smell like sweat. I'm horrible. I don't know how they they never fired oh, me. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude. No one gets out of a concert at that age like smelling like anything else but sweat, blood, and feces. It's just yeah. like oh yeah, it was a. Uh, you don't notice it when you're in the pit, but once you leave, you're like, I am disgusting. I um so I was a bouncer for a uh, a venue in Baltimore. It's not there anymore. I forget what it's called. It used to be like a basically a VFW. But I went there a couple of times. A lot of local shows. I went to a lot of local shows. At the time, you know, um there was Better Than You was headlining as this band is basically a tribute to Good Charlotte. Um and they had two other weird oh, Three Pong Outlet, which is another band that was kind of a local band. And then there was this other local band called All Time Low. But no one knew who they were, so they were handing out free CDs because no one would buy their stuff. They're like, "Who the hell are these kids?" So they like, so I was a bouncer there. Um, you know, I was talking to the Alex and things like that, and uh, he said he's like, "I'm from Towson, and you know, people don't like us because we we have they they supplied all these local shows with equipment because they were rich, and no one else had this equipment. They had wireless things on their on their guitars, and when nobody had that, at least on the local scene." Unless you're really rich, but um, I was a ba- I was bouncing one night and some fat chick comes barreling in, trying to get in without paying a cover, and I end up picking her up and throwing her <laughs> into the mosh pit. Yeah, so I know that really that wasn't really a music thing. I just thought that was kind of funny. But yeah, all time low. They also played at Joppatown High School. So they have, and they've. Have you listened to their later records? No. They have change their sound dramatically well i will say recently i listened to um there's a song with alex and the lead singer of um mark hoppus of blink no creatures no i've heard i've heard that but no no he it's still an all-time low song but they did uh i started getting so i developed a change i started getting into more screaming then um so i i kept with the emo theme but i got into more screaming which was like story of the year my chemical romance and then um a day to remember so it's definitely still the same format but it was just a little bit harder and 
I'm trying to think of the name of that song, but there's this band, I think it's called I Prevail, or I don't know, people who are listening are probably killing me right now, but uh, yeah, the lead singer from there and um, Alex do this song, and it's probably one of my favorite songs, but it was on like their last CD. Oh, I know what you're talking about, you're talking, uh, the Vic Fuentes? Yes, Fuentes. yes, yes, that's who it is. That's, um, what song is that? That's, it's one of the bonus tracks. That was on their freaking... Um, that's like my best one of their older albums now but they they re-released it because now bands nowadays they release the album and then like a couple months later they've released the album again with like four bonus tracks um they do yeah and that was that was on the bonus track version of the album um don't panic it was called don't panic that the album was yeah um it was uh it was good I liked it. Love like war. The name song. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, love like war. (laughs) Yeah, that was good. But I said I just yeah. What's up? What do you want to talk about? Can we can we can we talk about that for a second? How bands are just it's just a cash cow thing now, and I hate it. I hate how bands now like are number one doing like ten year re releases of their records. You know what I mean? With like oh now it's got a couple extra songs on it, or they're doing. Well, you know it's fun. It's just the whole fucking album again. It's just. Well, it's funny. It's funny. There was this YouTuber that I saw. Jim actually posted a video and tagged us in it about how pop punk died and things like that. I've actually I've watched a couple of his other YouTube videos, and um, he's actually really intuitive and he's really smart about it. I mean, he literally talks about how the genre, pretty much rock music, is dead, and he he says it's dead because now. You know, all the bands that you grew up are listening are doing the only thing they can do to make money is ten year reunions and things like that because none of their new material if they if they don't adapt to the change, which is rap and techno is in right now. If they don't adapt to that, then they're kind of yeah. falling apart. Well that's what the all time low's done. And their yeah. newer records and Fallout Boy uh, it's such it's just an egregious <laughs> offense, dude. Like well, it's it's just insult it's insulting to me as a longtime fan to hear like a dubstep song on a Fallout Boy record. I mean, and I get that they're trying to evolve, but it's just like, what What are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, if you want to do that kind of shit, do it on another band name or something. Or but don't call it Fallout Boy. That's not what Fallout Boy is to me. You know what I mean? It's just like crazy. But I get it because they're trying to adapt. And you have to to get a new listeners or to stay relevant. But it's like, man, you know what I mean? Like, what happened? It's just like, it's alienating to hear that. I mean, it's, it's just like, do you what th- happened? Do you think you're mad because they're not the old way? Or, like, you got to put yourself in their shoes. They're having kids. They're getting married. Their tastes of things are changing. And just like your taste, is. your taste is changing. Obviously, you're listening to Lana Del Rey and stuff. So, oh, yeah, I love Lana Del Rey. So, so, you know, they're maturing too. But as us as fans, it's so funny because I do the same thing. I'm so like, well, fuck them. They want to change their ways, like Cartel? Screw them. They need to go back to Chroma. They need to go back to this. Or like Academy Is, they made one good album. All their albums are shit to me. So they are shit. It's just, <laughs> it's just one of those things where it's like, I need you to stay in that bubble for the rest of your life. Is, is that selfish or is that like... <laughs> it is selfish, but there's a way to tastefully do it. You know what I mean? Like, like let's think about Brand New. Like Brand New has like, all the records sonically sound pretty different you know what i mean like daisy yeah. is way different than fucking deja and pendu mm-hmm. and daisy is wildly different from science fiction i mean like each album is brand new but they've they've evolved you know what i mean i can hear science fiction and know that's brand new and i can listen to freaking your favorite weapon and know that's brand new fallout boy doing a dubstep song is like who is this i don't know who this is if it wasn't for patrick stump singing i wouldn't know that it was a fallout boy song yeah. you know what i mean it's just, if you can just copy and paste and put anyone in there, and I don't know, I can't tell it's them, then that's not good. That's not evolving. You're not like, you're just keeping up with a trend. And it's just like, I don't like that. You know what I mean? There's like a tasteful way to do it. Like, bring bring me the horizon. Evolve. Oh, Jesus Christ. You knew that was going to come. Because that's, like, that's, a, that's a hot freaking uh, debate with us. Yeah, I mean, they've, they've evolved, I think. And yeah, they've gone in a popular direction, and they've, They've kind of taken on almost like a chain smoker type sound. But, and that's contemporary and that's staying relevant, but it's like, it's still them. I know that's bringing me the horizon. You know what I mean? Like, it's like a darker, it's just, it's just them. You know what I mean? I don't know. They just, they've evolved with the sound. Same with Brand New, uh, Taken Back Sunday, uh, same thing. These bands 
they change. They're not, you compare their last album to their first one, and it's like miles apart. You know, there's just, there's not really anything to tie them together, but you know it's the band. Like they've, they've, well, they've evolved. Let's, 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 the key thing to good song lyrics are heartbreak, someone destroying you mentally and physically. These are these are some key things that we enjoy listen to, but when there is no heartbreak and people are just singing about how happy married they are or you know things like that, it's just it does get a little old. And they'll bring me the horizon thing. That's just weird because they even said that they wanted to start sounding like uh, Twenty One Pilots. There was an interview with Ollie that trust me, Kristen's obsessed with him, and I watched it with her, and he literally said that like two things. One. I just went through a divorce, so I want change. Two, um, I don't want my voice to give out. So he, he was like, we're going to start sounding more like 21 Pilots. And I was like, oh, okay. And they're staying relevant. I guess I mean, I guess it's a smart thing. Kudos to them. But think about it back then, too, like when our parents listened to music. Do you think, like, the Doors, when they, you know, well, he died. But I guess a lot of them died back then. I was trying to think, like, good music. <laughs> 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 they all, all the Beatles. The Beatles changed oh, crazy. They went from oh, like yeah. pop, whatever, 60s, 70s to like, well, 60s. And then like by the time they got to like Sgt. Pepper's or uh, yeah. Magical Mystery Tour, like what a whacked out fucking yeah. like, they went total psychedelic. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then, then think about it now. The next generation, when they hear these oldies of like Taking Back Sunday and things like that, you know, are they going to fall in love? Like, I wonder if there's new people falling in love with these bands because I'm finding bands that I've never heard of that have been around Absolutely. that have been around since like 2012 or something like, man, they've already had five albums and I've never heard of these bands. Yeah, it's great. There's a band that I just, was it set, set it off or something like that. I literally just heard of them and they've been around for years and I'm like, what the hell? Like, yeah. like yeah. I mean, it's good. I don't know. Because if you do stay contemporary, then you get those new fans. Like, yeah. for instance, Bring Me the Horizon. Like, okay, they got they got some radio-friendly singles. Uh, now fans are going to hear that who weren't necessarily into deathcore back in the day, but they hear their new shit, and then they go back and listen to their old discography, and maybe they get into deathcore. You know what I mean? Listen, rock music, the music that we like, rock music, even if it's alternative, emo, punk, all this will eventually be non-mainstream anymore. It will 100% be underground stuff. Because right now, mainstream, it's Post Malone. It's, you know, it's it's rap. It's Billie Eilish, dude. Oh, my God, Billie that Eilish, bitch. Post Malone. <laughs> it's uh, Travis Scott. It's... Yeah, it's... Yeah, exactly. So the tide has changed. And yes, but that's fine. I mean, so, I don't... I, well, don't I, me. I think this has happened before. The tide has changed, but I think eventually it will come back around. It really will. Because, like... Rock has always been there, so rock will stay relevant. Seether just came out with an, a, you know, a CD. I haven't heard it, um, but you know, but rock will stay relevant. It just, I don't know. I feel like the generations are changing. It's scary. It's scary for me because you listen. You used to listen. To, there used to be alternative um, radio stations, but now there's barely any. I think in where you are, there's probably like one or two rock stations, but down here there's not a rock station. And if there is a rock station, they're playing 21 Pilots. They're playing, um, you know, something that's not rock. Like, what is this? Oh, like Panic at the Disco. They changed 100%. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're great, yeah. I mean, but kudos to him. You know I mean? Like, found a way to go from that underground, like, fucking a fever you can't sweat out to fucking where he's at now doing songs with Taylor Swift. You know what I mean? It's like, what the hell? But, but that's that's... Now think about that. All of Taylor Swift's fans are gonna hear Brandon Yuri on her Me song. Yeah. I mean, like, wow, this guy's really great. Where is he from? What is he playing? Back the disco. Go all the way back to their discography, and then they get to a fever you can't sweat out, which is everyone can agree that's a classic, oh, yeah. classic album that everyone should hear in their life. And then you know, bam, a Panic at the Disco fan. So I mean, I like the uh, I like Death Death of a Black uh, Bachelor. That was a good that was a good album. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought you were gonna say, um, boom, 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 boom. Oh, remember fun? Uh, you mean the format? Yes, I remember the format. Yeah, the format <laughs> Nate Roos, you know, became he was huge. He found a way. He what? went from the format, barely known, to fun, which was like one of the biggest bands of all time. It was like crazy. So, 
Earlier, I talked about some key events that really changed me. So clearly, that music video of Taking My Sunday really did something to me because I started listening to emo music a lot. The The next biggest thing, and probably the last biggest thing for me, actually, no, not the last, the second to last biggest thing for me that really changed the way I lo- view music was working at Hollister. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Sec- yeah, I mean, there's, there's definitely, like, things that happen that like wildly influence your music taste and that's definitely one of them for me for sure well because that turned to a different type of you know alternative rock music because to me like the music that was played there was not really emo music anymore it was kind of something else it was kind of like an indie music because the format to me wasn't emo they were just singing you know the the first was it the first single is that the name that was indie yeah yeah so that you got um oh what is that tell me if you're all right oh that's um motion city soundtrack motion city soundtrack yes yeah commit us to memory so these songs like that band uh which we saw in hawaii we did yeah yeah that was that was fantastic um who else was playing with them that was Motion City. Oh, the plain oh. white tees. <laughs> no, and um, remember? Oh, you probably don't remember. There was a band. It was called Via the Band. Because I actually listened to them after we left that concert. Oh wow! Uh, stop I have I actually have pictures on my phone of the plain uh, us at the plain white tee with the plain white tees. Like we were really close to them. I don't have any pictures of uh, Motion City. But anyway, so that kind of that kind of changed me a little bit. That was more of like the summer vibe. And I think that's what Hollister wanted. They wanted like a summer brightness, yeah. like upbeat songs. And that's what really got me into that kind of stuff at that point. But again, it's it's the times as well. Like think about that, dude. We were at we were in the golden age of that type of music, of pop punk. Oh yeah. You gotta figure, dude, like landmark albums, right? From yeah. under the cork tree was on repeat I know. At the store. I know. Every day, like that album was drilled in my kn- freaking head. I knew not. I loved it. I knew nothing about Fall Out Boy until then. Yes, but what a great album, dude! What a fantastic album. Top, top ten best fucking pop punk albums of all time for sure. I rem- Easy. Real quick, I remember Jenna giving me. She was like, "This music is so emo. Why would you listen to Fall Out Boy?" And I'm like, "Bitch, you got me into Taking Back Sunday." <laughs> like, what the fuck? Dude, in Dashboard Confessional. Dashboard Confessional is emo. Dashboard yeah. is like the king of emo, dude. Like that is the king of emo. Oh, but God. also remember, um, Hollister is for me is synonymous with uh, from Under the Cork Tree by Fall Out Boy. Yeah. The formats, uh, interventions and lullabies, and the last one, I'm, I, you probably forgot about, dude. Freaking All American Rejects. Move oh along. my God. Do you not remember how many times we heard that album in that store, dude? Like. I forgot oh. about All American Rejects. Yes, they were so, massive, dude. They're, yeah. I, Jim. Yeah, Jim is Jim is their lead singer. Yeah, it's funny. Um, I remember the first album, and I was like, "Man, this is the swing, swing." Yeah. You know, you know, the, the, that was good. But move along. Oh, that was that was good. That was good. See that? See Fantastic. that's that was a pivotal change in my life because then that's. The type, that's the music that I went towards. And then that's when um, Jim got me into Jack's Mannequin. Oh, yes, Jack's Mannequin. Yeah, and well, that, something, yeah, yeah. Something cor- well, I knew about something corporate, but I only liked um, that one song. Uh, Hurricane? No, it's that long ass song. Constantine. Constantine, yes. Yes. And then, um, but he got me into Jack's Mannequin. I like that. Um, but then the, then the tide started changing. Then there were bands like Al City. And bands like Such Great Heights started coming out, and I didn't really, I didn't really like that. I didn't really enjoy the postal that. service. The postal service. Like you said, the tides started changing, and immediately made me think of this. This made you think of what? The spill canvas. Oh, see, well, I remember the spill canvas. That was kind of like a throwback to emo a little bit, but it really, yeah. But it it did sound. It's just I don't know. We were maturing. I was maturing. I just couldn't. And then. My next one is probably where I'm at right now. I mean, me and my wife, because she's uh, she was more into hardcore, like more into like, you know, sleeping with sirens and asking Alexander and this band called Drugs or um, Chiodos, who also played at who also played at the JH at um, my high school. See, we've always kind of like we've been like we've like we've paced each other as far as like music goes, but like we're always in different. You know what I mean? Like yeah. To me, that was like your lane, like the Chiodos and the drugs and the 
Uh, yeah. I forget. Like I never really quite got into them. I was always like in that other, like when you were listening to those, like I kind of started branching into like the, it was called like realist pop punk. It's like yeah. the Wonder Years, Knuckle Puck, Real Friends. Yeah, see, you know? yeah, I, n- I never listened to them. I never yeah, listened so to we, them. Yeah, so we like, we branched off, you know what I mean? In different like directions, so. But I know your type of music and I've kind of dabbled, but I've never done it in. Well, and likewise for you, you know what I mean? Well, which is sad because one thing we have to talk about there was so we we might have gone different different roads but stayed in the same you know the same area but there was always one pit stop that everyone always made and that was van's warp tour and it always it always it would have your knuckle puck but it would also have my a day to remember and um you know songs like you know stuff like that a little bit more aggressive so it would have everything and i you know it's it sucks because i wish i knew about it earlier like I really wish I would have went to it like every summer when I was like sixteen on, mm-hmm. but I I've only been the three Vans Warped tour. I've I really wish I would have went to more. I think I've been to two or three. Well, I think two probably. The, f- the first one I went to I went to because I was friends with uh you know oh, I'm still friends with Sean Span and his band um got a chance to play there and I got to go for free as long as I said that I was part of the crew. <laughs> so. <laughs> The things you say to get places in concerts, like when you said that, uh, oh my god, give me my medicine. Somebody like they would let you in the mosque. Get my friend his medicine. You gotta let me in. And they're like, okay, okay, we can't let this guy fucking die in the pit. Let him die in. Well, they wouldn't let you leave once you. We what was what tour was that? Was that Honda Civic tour? Yeah, it was something crazy. I remember AFI was there. Did you back on it there? Yeah, and I think Angels and Airways was there. Probably. I don't know. We went to a concert. I, we, I went to a lot of concerts. We went to a concert, and um, I left the pit with somebody, and I forget why I left the pit. I think maybe I was thirsty. I don't know. But then they wouldn't let me back in. So I called this huge scene saying that I need to get in there. My friend's dying. I have his medicine. <laughs> like, and it worked. You got in. Hell so. yeah. And I never left again because I was like, fuck no. that. <laughs> Rule number one, never leave the pit. When you're in there, it's hard as shit to get back in there. Um, I remember uh, we went to me, you, and Jim. I think Brian Bamford. We went to uh, see Yellow Card Nine Thirty Club, DC. Yeah, I have that picture on my MySpace. We were um, we were all there, early as shit, and the violinist for Sean Mackin. Yep, yep, he came out and just started talking to us, and we're just like, I didn't know who it was at first. I was like, he looks familiar, but I just don't know. I don't, I don't connect it. You and Jim were freaking out. <laughs> yeah. That was good. I remember asking him specifically, I was like, where's Ryan? Ryan Key, the lead. He's like, what, I'm not good enough for you? And I was like, no. <laughs> oh, okay. um, there was a band that was a up-and-coming band that opened up for them. You remember the name of that band? Uh, yes, I think I do. No, maybe not. I'm, I'm gonna say acceptance, but I don't know. If that's- well, acceptance was there, yes, but it was the after acceptance. There was another band that played that I never heard of, and you guys didn't hear heard of either. They had a song that they covered, and I know you. I don't know. Oh man, I'm trying to remember the name of it. That's why I'm like asking. <laughs> no, they just they just retired. I'm trying to think. Uh, was it punk punko? I'm trying to think which one it was. They just retired. They they retired not that long ago. Uh, when I tell you, you're gonna lose your shit. Mm, they did a cover. You don't even remember the cover song? Well, I I never I was never really into that band. Kristen actually really liked that band, and I just really wasn't into that band too much. Um, I mean, I've seen Yellow Card so many freaking times. I've seen Acceptances open up for him. I hope it wasn't Amber Pacific. Yeah, it was. Oh no, Amber Lynn. That's the name of the band. Amberlynn, Amberlynn yes. Yes, yes they, I remember. Yes, they, 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 covered yeah. a, they covered an 80s song. I forget the name of that song. Oh, um... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I but but I, that's, the only, that's the only song I knew by them. And um, But they, uh, yeah. i never seen Amber Pacific, by the way. I like them, but i never seen them. I saw them at Warp Tour, and then I didn't know who the fuck they were. You told me about them, and I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. Well, they were part of the the Drive Through Records Club, and that, they were, uh, yeah, they had some really cool songs. We I used to make you listen to them in your Jeep going to Hollister. I remember Amber Pacific yep. now. And who? Yeah, yeah. So we worked with a guy at Hollister. 
um, I forget his name, but he uh, remember that the whole boyfriend smashes car windows in. He, oh, Dan what, Sliwa. What band did he like that he wanted us to listen to so bad? Oh my god. Oh damn it! Yeah, I don't know. I can't. I know. Uh, it was a different. It was a different type of band that we didn't really. Dan, it was Dan Sliwa. He was. Uh, he was into. Uh, it wasn't um, Rooney, was it? No. Rooney or. Um... I don't know. Ryan and I worked with this guy. I got to tell you the story. This is not music related, but this is fucking hilarious. He he comes in, he nonchalant, just starts telling the story about how he was seeing this chick, and I, was she there? I think they were both together in his room, and this he started his brother his brother runs in and says, "Dude, some guys outside smashing in your windows," and he looks outside and there's some guy on top of his car just smashing in all his windows with a baseball bat, and Dan's just like, "Yeah." <laughs> I don't know. To, I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, <laughs> what else can you do? I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. So I mean, it was just funny because it was so nonchalant. Like he was just like, oh, you know, one day. Like, this just, is my life. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Um, that was pretty. That was pretty funny. But yeah. So right now. So right now in my life, that's. I mean, if you go into my Spotify. I have two playlists I listen to the most. One of them is Screaming in Tongue, which is just basically all my heavier, um, just, you know, Brain to Horizon, um, just, was it, uh, We Came as Romans, just a little bit more heavier screaming music. And then I have my Spitting Lines, which is all rap. So those are the two I listen to the most. I still have my, my emo phase that I go through, but I feel like I've matured. That's why I don't really dig tidal waves from Taking Back Sunday. It's not to me. It's not taking back Sunday. You haven't <laughs> given a listen. Number one, that is like one of my favorite TBS uh, records. To be honest, it's got such a southern feel to it. Like, and because I was, I just went to North Carolina so much, and you live there. That's why I can't. I just I don't... they they recorded there. They live there, and it's just got such a southern feel to it. It's just such a like. Listen, I I will. I will put it above it, the movie, but that's the closest I'll get to it. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> oh my um, god, dude! Um, but yeah, that's where I'm at right now. I mean, I listen to whatever. I just listen to whatever Kristen listens to. I mean, it's funny when you're in a relationship, you kind of adapt what they listen to. Oh yeah, yeah. And you just become like, like you start liking that kind of stuff, and. I still find new music that I think she enjoys. Like Too Close to Touch is a really good, um, a, you know, emo band that doesn't scream, but it's just it has the double bass like it is. And then there's mm-hmm. you know the the plot in you is another band, but they're you know these are some these are some good bands that are relevant now um, that still kind of have the old sound that I like and uh, Beartooth, which is pretty cool. Well, I started listening to that. Uh, I actually went through that. Album album guys i don't know if that's their band name or their album but uh which I one like them a lot who the one you played my car bill murray this thing's called oh right. yeah 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 well see i don't know how i i found them somehow because well i love spotify because they just randomly throw shit up oh, yeah. there sometimes the best. but somebody said somebody said check it out because i'll go through youtube and i'll just go to like fearless records or empire records or something like that and i'll just go through all their bands and then I'll just click on the bands that sound similar to it on the right, and that's how I div- I just find new bands to listen to. Yeah. And, and uh, I think someone said that they started something like this morning. I just found out that the guitarist for My Chemical Romance started a band, and he has a music video. And I was watching it, and I was like, oh, okay. His name's Frank. I forget the name of this band. Um, but I just I just started listening to it, and I was like, oh, that's not that bad. His voice sucks, but you know, yeah. the instrumental is pretty pretty awesome. Um. I forget. Somebody endorses him. I think it's Take Mike Sunday, actually. Yeah. And yeah, that's how I listen. That's how I find that band. But you know, then it's also word of mouth. Like people, like you just turned me on that band, that that Bill Murray. Like I'll probably listen to it, but there's a few songs that stuck yeah. on that record. Um, well, when you when you know, when you know people, Ryan, I like to think that I know you, and just the same thing with my wife. My wife gets mad because I'll I'll give her a band. I think you'll like this band. Listen to it, and she'll be like. Couple weeks later, she'd be like, "Damn it! Why did you get me hooked on this band?" <laughs> and like, um, so it's the same thing. Like, I know, I know what you like. So when I heard it, I instantly was like, "This is up his alley," because it does sound a little bit like the Wonder Years in in that kind of aspect. 
Um, some of their stuff, a lot of their stuff does do the, some screaming and things like that. But since they're all over the place, I think you would like it. And that's why I wanted to let you listen to that. Yeah, okay. So, I'll listen to them more. I'm right now, actually, I'm actually, I'm going through my Spotify now, like, see what, just what I listened to last. Um, oh, every- I, was at, I, was at, I was at the gym, so, like, you know, most of it's just my gym music, which today was Lincoln Park, so it's not Lincoln Park, but, uh, um, Honestly, Knuckle Park. You know what? I, you know what? I, you know what? I'll, I'll say this: the next big change in my life is kind of already happening. It's podcasts. <laughs> I yeah. I listen to more podcasts. There's I have my top four podcasts on my um Spotify. Yes, one of them is Couch on Fire because it is the best podcast out there. Um, and there was there was also a run where I listened to a lot of uh comedians, but I kind of stopped. Oh, yeah. I kind of stopped with the comedians, and now I just listen to podcasts. Um. I did a little bit today. I actually, listened to a, well, I, I listened to a from a podcast. I was um, and it was because I was on Reddit. While I was doing my cardio, and uh, there was a comment thread on Reddit that someone mentioned Dane Cook. And I was like, whoa! And then someone like uh, linked clips where he was on a podcast talking about how his brother saw his mind. Not music related. Oh, I was just listening to that for a little bit. Yeah, it'd be. That's where I'm at in life. That's where I listen to them. And now, you know what's going to happen? I know what's going to happen. I'm going to be listening to, like, Disney radio probably in about three years. Or, like, Taylor Swift's going to be everything to my daughter. Or who, oh, yeah. who's the next Taylor Swift? That's, that's, who, that's who I'm waiting for. <laughs> Dude, I'm don't, just don't, my favorite albums and songs. Yeah. Don't put over here. There you go. I was going to say, don't play any music because uh, – I like I, I, I like my sponsorship. <laughs> top, top two, Linkway two, California, and then California Deluxe Edition. Then uh, Third Eye Blinds, We Are Drugs, Silverstein's Dead Reflection. Oh yes. Age Shifter by Knuckle Puck, December by Neck Deep, Yellow Card self titled album, Bad Vibrations, A Day to Remember, Hands Like Houses, another great band, and then uh, Last Young Renegade by All Tumblr. You know, um, it's funny. For the longest, I never heard of Silverstein. Never in my life. And then I met... We were at a party, and I actually met my wife's ex-boyfriend, who's a huge Silverstein fan. And he was talking about Silverstein. And I was like, who the fuck is Silverstein? You're, and you were drunk, and you were like, I know Silverstein. <laughs> and, then, uh, and, that, and then that's the last of that. And that, that's the last I've ever heard it. And then when I met Kristen, she basically just told me, you know, oh, that was... That, his, his taking back Sunday... Like to me, taking back Sunday is taking back Sunday. To him, his taking back Sunday is his Silverstein. So, so I never listened to it because I hated the guy. But then I heard um, Aquamarine, the song, and I was just yeah. like, "What is this? This is amazing!" And then that's when Kristen was like, "Yeah, that's Silverstein." So that reflection, yeah. that reflection's awesome. I mean, I'm that reflection. That album's pretty cool. So, yeah, I dig it. Oh. And uh, Neck Deep just released a new album too. I've kind of been getting into, or not neck deep. Sorry, um, Sum Forty One. Sorry, Sum Forty One's still alive and kicking and making pretty sweet music. I've been giving their lap the newest record to listen. You know, uh, since Joe's our biggest fan on the podcast, I'm gonna give a shout out to Joe and, uh, yeah. Fuck you, Joe. <laughs> Fuck you, Joe. Um, <laughs> what was that? What was that stupid band that we were talking about at like Dennis Brewery? Uh, oh yeah, four years strong. Oh yeah, four years strong. <laughs> Terrible band. Um, no, Terrible. They, I will admit they had the, that one album that I showed you guys was probably the best album. But I wouldn't say it's it was the bee's knees, you know. Definitely not. So very derivative, uh, very generic, very uh, unoriginal, well, very <laughs> mundane. I feel stupider listening to that music kind of stuff. Well, we're coming up on an hour. Do you have anything to say? Before we skedaddle, um, I wish the nope. pe- I wish the people can see you. You're just <laughs> <laughs> thinking wistfully. <laughs> oh, I was so pissed that um, I told Chris and I said, you know, a while back I asked Ryan. I said, um, what kind of electric toothbrush should I get? And he's like, oh no, don't use that. I'm I'm all traditional. I've been using the same kind for my whole life. I roll up to his house and this motherfucker has an electric toothbrush and he looks at Dude. me he's like it's like I go to the dentist every day <laughs> it is it's fantastic I love it dude I love it I'm like oh that's like my favorite possession right now oh, is my electric my toothbrush gosh. that's just ridiculous 
Sometimes I I did go to Costco and buy all that uh Marcella or whatever it's called. That in, uh, Marcella, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did buy that. I was gonna ask you, you got that? I think you did. I did. Um, I but I'm using uh cauliflower rice because I'm trying to stay low carb. It's good. It fills you up. Yeah. And it just doesn't make you feel like shit. Well, I'm marinating chicken today. Tomorrow I'm gonna cook the chicken and then I'm gonna mix. I'm gonna keep that in a bowl and then I'm gonna have one of those packs a day with some chicken. So. It's like a minute, so it's, you can take it with you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well, thank you for being on the show. No worries, brah.